0: On May 24, 2023, National Polygamy Advocate, Mark Henkel shares why National Polygamy Advocate is not National Polygamy Advocate. Hello my friends, supporters, listeners, and sharers. Four weeks ago, in episode number 267 of April 26, 2023, I shared why I am the National Polygamy Advocate and why that is a brand for name recognition. A week later, in episode number 268 of May 3, 2023, I then shared why this brand, National Polygamy Advocate, does not mean National Polygamist. I am the National Polygamy Advocate, not the National Polygamist. Last week, in episode number 270, in one of the parts of that podcast, I shared why I pronounced the word polygyny, P-O-L-Y-G-Y-N-Y, polygyny, with a hard G-G sound, and not the soft G-J sound. I explained that the G-Y-N of polygyny shares the same root with the word gynecologist, a doctor for women, G-Y-N. I joked, this is why I will not be pronouncing polygyny as polygyny unless we start saying that women see their doctor gynecologist <laughs> in today's episode number 271 of May 24 2023 i will take these matters further to address that word polygyny p o l y g y n y polygyny and how a good question of that specific word applies to that brand National Polygamy Advocate. Recently, on the YouTube video channel for National Polygamy Advocate, someone whom I do not know, asked the following thoughtful question. They asked, quote, Would you not say that it is better to say polygamy than polygamy? Polygamy Advocate sounds much better. As, or since, polygamy in today's secular standard.'" involves more than just polygamy. Unquote. That really is an excellent question, one that I do get from time to time. Before I share the answer, let's first back up and make sure that everyone listening here even knows what this question is asking and what the various related words mean. I am sure that many long-term listeners of this podcast likely already know the different words. But I also know that most other people around the world are not even aware of the different word options. So let's make sure that we all understand the words being used here. First, polygamy. P-O-L-Y-G-A-M-Y. Polygamy. Polygamy is composed of two parts. Poly, which means multiple. Gamy, which means marriage, bonded relationship. So polygamy means multiple marriages. That word does not define differentiations between the genders, except that it refers to one gender and all the others being of the other gender. Hence, polygamy does not mean group marriage. Think of the word polygamy as the parent word of two subsets. The words for those two subsets are polyandry and polygyny. Like the parent word polygamy, the subset word polyandry is also composed of two parts. Poly, which means multiple. Andry, which comes from anthros, the root word of anthropology, the study of mankind. Hence, polyandry is the subset word of one woman with multiple men. The other subset form of polygamy is called polygyny. G-Y-N-Y, polygamy. This other subset word, polygamy, is also composed of two parts. Poly, which means multiple. Gyny, G-Y-N-Y, which refers to women, the root word of gynecologist, a doctor for women. Hence, polygamy is the subset word of one man with multiple women. Historically, biblically. Anthropologically, the subset polyandry, one woman with multiple husbands, is not usually observed, if even at all, in some matters, such as in the Bible or in many other cultures. This is not a matter of some would-be conspiracy theory of an imaginary worldwide patriarchy to impose on women. Rather, it really comes down to women's choice. That's right, women's choice. Women are routinely observed that they would tend to choose polygamy over polyandry. As Dr. Joyce Brothers said on the Comedy Club on December 22, 1994, she said, I would rather be the third wife of a good man than the only wife of a jerk. The easier analogy to help explain this matter of women's choice is to understand men as seed and women as gardens. In biological reproduction terms, men have the species instinct to spread as much seed as possible for the propagation of the species. Conversely, women have the species instinct to find the best seed as possible for the propagation of the species. This is why in most species, the females choose the males, women choose the men. Now, that should be a sufficient rational explanation for our purposes here as to why we do not often observe occurrences of polyandry. In the end, if you ask most women, they will tell you that being in a relationship with just one man is challenging enough. Why would they ever want more than one? (laughs) So, no one is to blame for how infrequently, how rarely we ever observe people choosing the subset form of polygamy known as polyandry, one woman, multiple men. It rarely ever happens. It rarely ever gets chosen. What we do see, especially throughout most of nature and the animal kingdom, is the other subset form of polygamy known as polygyny, one man, multiple wives. We see dozens and dozens of polygamous heroes in the Bible. Historically, biblically. And anthropologically, polygyny has always been part of the definition of marriage, until the totalitarian marriage controllers were the first to redefine marriage with their anti-polygamy laws of tyranny. Most religions often have versions of polygyny observed in their histories too. Yes, there are some very rare examples in the reverse of polyandry, but those are so rare as to be statistical anomalies. Most religions, including Christianity, only have examples of polygyny, not polyandry. Again, the reason can best be understood with the seed and garden analogy of men and women. Rather than misperceiving it as some imaginary conspiratorial patriarchal oppression of women, ultimately, polygyny is the commonly observed subset form of polygamy. And conversely, polyandry is the rarely observed subset form of polygamy. So now we understand the three relevant words: polygamy, polyandry, and polygyny. Polygyny. In sum, polygamy, multiple marriage, the parent word of the two subset forms, polyandry, one woman multiple men, and polygyny, one man multiple women. Polygamy, polyandry, Polygamy. So now we're all prepped and ready to get back to answering the original question. Since I was at the beginning of Christian polygamy on July 4, 1994, which later made it possible for the overall larger movement of UCAP, U-C-A-P, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy, and since I have only ever directly said that, religiously, I believe in the biblical basis of polygamy, which we understand is only polygyny, it is rational that someone would ask, Hey Mark, why don't you just say you are the national polygyny advocate? P-O-L-Y-G-Y-N-Y National Polygyny Advocate The answer is rather simple, and threefold. First, I always differentiate that what I believe religiously is separated and specifically different from what I advocate politically. That is, I adamantly declare that marriage is, and always has been, a God-given right of the individual to define and choose, long before the very invention of government. As I have said in numerous media interviews, marriage existed before the invention of government and marriage will exist if government collapses. Because it is a right of the individual, government has no authority, no authority from the Constitution or from the Scriptures, to define, license, or control the contractual arrangements of unrelated, consenting adults. Whether I religiously do not embrace the subset form of polyandry, It does not matter because of what I politically believe and advocate. Namely, I politically advocate for the polygamy rights win win solution to end the marriage debate, which is get government out of marriage altogether. So, politically, the consequence of my advocating for that win win solution is that, yes, the rare few who will still choose the rarity of polyandry. Will also be free by this win-win solution as much as those of us who choose polygyny, even if we do not religiously agree with that rare choice. Second, anti-polygamists often try a gotcha question by raising the polyandry question, thinking they are oh so clever in catching me in a would-be trap. Then, as I explain the difference between what I politically advocate versus what I religiously believe. And how the latter does not matter for the former, the anti polygamists realize their trap failed. <laughs> Third, most people simply do not know the subset words polyandry or polygamy. And when they do search the internet to find my advocacy for our rights, they will only use the word they know polygamy. P O L Y. G-A-M-Y, polygamy. That's all they know. If I did not go by the word they know as National Polygamy Advocate, they would not be able to find me or us if I was the National Polygamy Advocate. P-O-L-Y-G-Y-N-Y, polygamy. So there you have it. After an explanation of the words polygamy, polyandry, and polygamy, now you know the three reasons for why I only go by the National Polygamy Advocate, not the National Polygamy Advocate. Briefly again, first, I always differentiate what I believe religiously from what I advocate politically, the latter of which is the neutral polygamy rights win-win solution to end the marriage debate, so that everyone has freedom, everyone says face, and everyone wins. Second, I preemptively prevent any anti-polygamist's attempted gotcha question about polyandry. (laughs) Haha, they can't catch me now! (laughs) And third, I make it easy for people to find us, because most people simply do not know the subset words polyandry or polygamy. They only know the parent word polygamy. I am genuinely grateful to the person who recently posted the question about this issue. Indeed, I'm grateful to all of you who asked these excellent questions. So there it is. Now you know, definitively, why I am the National Polygamy Advocate, not the National Polygamy Advocate. Also now, if you ever encounter anyone who asks the same question about me, now you can inform them and refer them to this episode number 271 of May 24, 2023 of this podcast. Meantime, thank you for asking good questions. And as always, thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to, and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since nineteen ninety four. National